Hello and welcome to another edition of the End Zone Podcast. My name is Eric Jensen, and I'm joined today by my good friend, as always, Bradford Sonnenberg. How you doing, Brad? I'm I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm I'm very tired. I did not find myself sleeping very well last night, so I'm a little hazy today. But I am I am looking forward to discussing some some football. Me as well. You know, I spent half my day sleeping. Uh, it was, you know, not not something I wanted to do. Uh, tomorrow, I will do that. I will spend a little bit of my day sleeping just because it's my last day off for a little while. But yes, indeed, it, it, it's been, it, it has been, uh, as the kids say, a little bit of a rough one out here for a gangster these days. So, uh, I, when I when I think of gangster type figures, I do picture you, yeah. Eric, Eric Jensen, uh, noted gangster, downright noted. hoodlum, many yeah. many would say. Basically, totally, you know, that, that's that's for rep I carry. Um, I decided to simplify things. Today. I said, we're six games through the regular season. That's about a quarter of a way. It's time to do the power rankings. And not just any power rankings, because I could have sat here and I could have gone through and painstakingly put together some, some kind of power rankings. But you had me do that instead. So Bradford Sonnenberg, people want to hear from him more. And so these are Bradford Sonnenberg power rankings. And I and I feel like the way we're gonna do this is I'm going to go through and I'm going to pick about five or six teams and we're just going to talk about the power rankings and where you have teams ranked and we're going to hit some news while we do it. So let's start with the Washington football team. A team in the news, not only does it seem that the owners are out for blood against Dan Dan Snyder, very, very big development that Jim Mersey just came out publicly swinging at Dan Snyder today. Never really seen that before. That feels like a big development. Your thoughts on the Snyder situation as things have started to devolve here, it feels like over the past few weeks, he's threatening to blow up the league. Jim Mersey is like, everybody knows I'm already kind of a trash bag, so... Might as well just take my shots while I have the chance, because uh, I mean, you could argue Jim Mersey's less of a trash bag than Daniel Snyder. Um, he's just a little bit of a goof, uh, a goof up. Uh, he, likes, a, he likes his he likes his classic instruments. Uh, yeah, uh, of a person, and you know he's got his DUIs and such. Um, but yeah, your your thoughts first on the Dan Snyder news, and then we'll get to the unfortunate news of the commander season. Well, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of Dan Snyder. Uh, you know, uh, there's the Norm Macdonald bit. You know, the more I hear about this guy, the less I care for him. He's just at this point, it's, it's, it's almost become a genuine comedy. I mean, in a bad sense, I mean, this is, this is a horrible, horrible man, but he's, he's got some kind of nuclear standoff thing going on with the entire NFL. And as much as I hate this guy, it is almost impressive and it, it makes me wonder, what does he have on them 
to have 31 other owners and Roger Goodell shaking in their boots at the thought of unleashing this guy. Like, what does he know that would send everything into chaos? Uh, and not that, not that I, I'm, I'm cheering for Daniel Snyder in any sense. I hope horrific things happen to him and his, his, at least his ownership of this team falls apart. But, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him go scorched earth, you know, like if, if, it, it seems like he, he's kind of getting the sense that the, the curtain's closing on him and he's, he's in a bit of trouble. I, I think maybe of the scene from Shawshank Redemption where the warden looks at the newspaper and he knows that he's been caught and, and all the police are, are heading towards and he's got his decision to make. You know, is he going to take himself out or is he going to take them down with him? And that's kind, of the, that's kind of the scenario that Daniel Snyder has found himself in. Once again, not rooting for the guy, but I hope whatever he knows comes out into the open. And we get like some scorched earth drama. Like I've, I've got no attachment to the owners. Who, who cares about the owners? Like for the most part, I'm sure they're terrible people. Like let's, let's have some fun. Let's watch some fireworks. That's, that's my opinion on Daniel Snyder. Yeah. That, that, that seems like it would be a lot of fun to, to watch the whole NFL just kind of burn in flames. I, I would love that. I uh, would, would as, be neat. There, there's that's kind of already happening. Another disturbing report about Jerry Jones, um, <laughs> leaks re- recently, and it's like, man, I've said some things about Jerry Jones in my days. Like, I'd like to hang out with him, and it's like, the more you learn about Jerry Jones, the more you're <laughs> like, oh man. And sometimes, like, he's like kind of this goofy old man, but he's also like a real creep. So, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Maybe, maybe what I'd like to do is like sneak into Jerry Jones friend group, like get really, really tight with him and then just leak everything. And Expose then, you know, like, like a mole uh, into the Jerry Jones. Friend yeah. Yeah. Circle. Like maybe I just want to be the rat in Jerry Jones friend circle. I, well, uh, because, I think, yeah, I think Daniel Snyder is going to do that to Jerry Jones and everybody else if they oust him. Like he's, it's a, it is a nuclear standoff in every definition of the word. Minus, the, I really the, cannot wait to read the Jerry reporting. Something about reading about anything, really reading about Jerry Jones in general, just gives me a, a kiff. Like I just, I like reading about him. He's just a very interesting character. He's kind of like America wrapped up in a person. And uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see how that all plays out. To the football, the Washington football team, they lose Carson Wentz four to six weeks. Carson Wentz was already bad, but now they're going back to Taylor Heineke for some reason. I think Upgrade. they should just go with. But uh, they should just go with Sam Howell, though. Like to yeah, be honest, see what they have it. in Sam Howell. But hey, I'm I am not ashamed to admit I like me some Taylor Heineke. I I cannot lie, my. I, I, I try to avoid watching uh, uh, as much like unfiltered Washington football team football or the commanders football, whatever the hell they are. Uh, I try to avoid watching it just straight. I, if I do end up watching them as either in highlight packages or red zone, I do not seek out the full games in and of themselves. Uh, and maybe I'd be a little more tempted to with Taylor Heineke. At least, at least he's kind of fun. You know, they definitely should see what they have in Howell. But I, my question for you here, how hot do you think uh, Ron Rivera's seat is right now? Like, how many weeks does he have left? It seems like 
it's going to be difficult to hold on to his job. But also, like, I'm I'm not too sure if he wants to be the head coach anymore. Like, some of his comments over the past few weeks have just been kind of eye-opening and just been sounded like a guy that doesn't really want to be there anymore and realizes that it's kind of a sinking ship. It's true. I feel bad for Ron. He's always been one of my favorite coaches in the league. And it, it just kind of seems like he's at a point where he, he, he can read the writing on the wall, but like when he's saying stuff, like he's dissing his quarterback and like all this, like he's, it, it kind of just seems like he doesn't care that much anymore. Yeah. He's trying to get fired. Yeah. That's, that's what's happening. He's trying yeah. to get fired. And Good for it's... you, Ron, get that payday, get that money, get that back. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if it works, but Washington football team, a very interesting team to keep an eye on because they do have some nice pieces. I will say, I think their wide receiving core is heavily underrated. Jahan Dotson, when he was healthy, looked very good. Curtis Samuel has really fit in nicely and been a player for them. Terry McLaurin's still there. And hey, they, you know, they turned to Dynami Brown against the Titans and he had a good game against them. I don't know. There are some small positive signs for the Washington football team, but ultimately still a bad football team. But I wanted to check on this. Yeah. Anyhow, let's talk about your next kind of tier of teams. Let's let's talk about a team that just won't. You you have the Rams is the twenty second best team in the NFL. Uh some of the teams you have under them I can get behind, but twenty two almost feels too high for them. I know everyone's pointing at this I game against pointing at this game against the Panthers as some huge win, but it's just the Panthers and they still really struggled. I gave them no props for the Panthers game. But uh, I, 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 on my list, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but I believe that they're right around. I, I, the thing that was tough for me, and I, I found myself thinking, are the Falcons better than the Rams? Which is a bizarre thought to think, given one's a Super Bowl champion and one was largely considered to have maybe the worst roster in the league going into this season. But up to this point, have the Atlanta Falcons not played better football than the Los Angeles Rams? I think they have. Like, it, it, it was a tough thing for me to rank. Like, I mean, the Rams have been good at times, but it's, 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 it's few and far between. Yeah. Few and far between seems right when talking about them. They don't seem to really have it. Like, Ben Skornick is still one of their, like, key players. <laughs> and that, that, that feels like a, a disaster waiting to happen. Let's talk about the team you have just ahead of them. And honestly, I think you have them too low. The Atlanta Falcons at 21. Let me just say, Bradford, I love the Falcons. They get off the bus and they just beat you. At the beginning of the year, we looked at the offensive line and we said, meh, this is a meh group. Arthur Smith has done a tremendous job coaching because this looks like one of the best offensive lines in the league and one of the best defensive lines in the league for that matter they are tough up front at both sides of the ball they kind of play old school football they come out and they want to punch you in the mouth 
and asking Marcus Mariota to run a system where it's mainly read option and mainly handing it off to a running back and kind of taking your check downs as you get them. That's just not a terrible plan and it's worked pretty well. And Mariota hasn't been great throughout the entire season, but he's been a replacement level starter. And I like what the Falcons are doing. They're three and three. They're at the top of the division. They should have beaten the Buccaneers about a week ago. Uh, I really do think that they are a better team than several teams you have here. I think they're a better team than the Saints, which you have ahead of them. A better team than the Seahawks, a better team than the Patriots, and certainly a better team than the Jaguars, and maybe even a better team than the Packers at this point. I have not been more impressed with the Falcons than the Jaguars necessarily, but I do... Like, I, I think the Falcons' limitations do show up at times. They've been able to put points on I the board. I think the Jaguars' limitations show up at times. Have you watched them over the past two weeks? They've I, looked I terrible. have. I have. But I still, I don't know. They, it, It's just a more talented roster, and I have faith in Doug Peterson is riding though, the ship. Is it actually a more talented roster? I think so. I like, I like a lot of the defensive pieces, and... Uh, Trevor Lawrence has had his struggles, obviously, but I don't think it's been like Marcus Mariota has been appreciably better than him. They've, I mean, they've been at around the same level, which is not great for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, but uh, I don't know. I, with the Falcons, it's I, I, I still want to give it a couple weeks before I'm like, yeah, the Falcons are like a top half team. Like I'm not, I'm not quite there yet, but they have been, they have been very entertaining to watch, which is more than more than I, I expected them to be going into the season. And as far as the Seahawks in comparison to them, I see the Seahawks and the Falcons as very similar, similar teams at this, at this particular point in their, in their uh, roster construction. And I think that in a head-to-head matchup between the two, I would pick the Seahawks. I like the Seahawks a lot too. They've done a good job. Let's talk about them for a second. Wow. Wild. We talked about this last night on the emergency podcast. While they just crazy big won the Russell Wilson trade, so so many good draft picks. Kenneth Walker looks like a beast. Tariq Woolen looks like a beast. Like the Seahawks just look like a team that within the next two to three years, if they draft well this offseason, are going to be back in the conversation of, hey, look at us as a frisky NFC contender. Um crazy how that worked and turned around so quickly for them Pete Carroll I have to like kind of walk back every meme thing I've ever said about him because he is working as a GM and it uh, his vision is starting to pay off I like where you have the Seahawks at, at 19 I might have them a bit higher actually let's just get down to business though you have the Packers at 16 and you have the Seahawks at nine. And there are so many teams that I would put ahead of the Packers. You have the Patriots behind them. You have the Seahawks behind them. You have the Falcons behind them. I, I, I'd put all those teams ahead of the Packers. Why do you believe the Packers are a top half NFL team? I understand they have Aaron Rodgers, but the offense doesn't work. It just Aaron Rodgers has been working, though. It's not his fault. Like, no, he, but I just I but think still, that it straight up doesn't work. And like I, I think an, an offense that straight up doesn't work can't be a top half team. And the defense isn't any good. I I think I like 
this Packers team's chances of winning more right now than I like the Seahawks roster's chances of winning. Like I just, I think. I, I think, absolutely disagree. If they played head to head, I'd pick the Seahawks. I think obviously the Packers have had their, their struggles. They haven't been able to get the big stops on defense. And I mean, the, the wide receiver core is genuinely horrific, but I still think, I mean, I think the rushing attack's been, been pretty great. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't bring myself to put them below the middle yet. Like, give me another couple of weeks of offensive floundering, and then maybe I'll be there. But I'm not there quite yet. Like, for have them as like a bottom half team. Mm. Like, it's there's a lot of bad teams in the league this year. Like, there's not there's not a lot going on that I'm I'm crazy about. So it's I mean at three and three, like they're kind of kind of right there in the middle of the pack conversation. Okay, that's a fair point. I still don't like them that high. They just, they feel like they're a very middling team. Most of the NFL feels like they're a very middling team, but the Packers especially, I don't really trust that they'll get it together. If I had to guess right now, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Uh, I don't like the trajectory they're heading on, and the fact they couldn't really even remain like I get that his stat line looks good but you're telling me Aaron Rodgers couldn't find the end zone against the New York Jets like what are we talking the New about York here? Jets are kind of good though the New York what, Jets are kind of good they're kind of they're they're not a bad team yeah, they're kind of good but still even <laughs> the again, New York Jets like, are kind of fun we used like, to think we, and now we we bring him in my quarterback rankings because where do I have Aaron Rodgers ranked eighth but I struggled to put him even as a top 10 passer right now. He has not played well this year. And I refuse to blame it all on wide receivers because even with bad wide receivers in his career, Tom Brady has succeeded. And if Aaron Rodgers can't make the most out of, I, he has Alan Lazard at least. And even that isn't working. Like but the Packers to me, I do not respect them. I do not fear them. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not vibing with where you have. I, I well, I'll see. I'll give it a couple of weeks. Yeah, I I don't know about that. I think I might be done with them after next week. Um, Patriots at eighteen. I just want to throw this out here. At what point do you kind of soft bench Mac Jones? I think you give him all the time he needs to get healthy. Like, I, I think I think you give him the Cooper Rush Dak Prescott treatment where it's like, you know what? Take your time. Get really healthy because we're rolling without you. Because Bailey Zappi has gotten better every week he's played. And I get he's the Browns. I, I, bet the, I get the Browns defense isn't any good. But, like, I'm about four more decent, like, 250-plus yards Bailey zappy performances away from saying oh hey there's like a legitimate quarterback controversy that's a lot to ask but if he does that i think you really have to say well compared to mac jones you got to go with bailey zappy i like bailey zappy babe they're good they have a history of getting good quarterbacks in the late rounds like <sighs> I 
I just think they've got something there. And look, look at the defense. It's come together, and, and the Patriots are the Patriots. We sat here and we laughed all offseason, and we were like, oh, yeah, the Patriots, they probably aren't doing anything this year. And they're hanging around, and uh, I bet you in two months we'll be saying, oh, my gosh, look at the Patriots. They're hanging around in a wild card spot because that happen. Yep. that's just what the Patriots do. Uh, Did I not they, take them in in the playoff team's draft? I feel like I took them as my last pick. I have a I feeling think, I did. I think I still have it up on our notes. Let me just pull pull up our notes really quick, per usual. I, I, my Saints pick is not looking ideal at all. I, I picked the Saints to win the division on the premise that the Bucks were going to be very mediocre this year. Oh, 50% no, accuracy it. on that one. Oh, no, I deleted it. But maybe you did. We can always go back and listen. You you could have. I I, I certainly uh wouldn't be shocked by that. You you ha- you have some kind of semi warm takes sometimes, and I I drafted the Colts yeah. as well in that playoff draft. So <laughs> yeah, I believe I have the Broncos. So I didn't. Hey, thing. I passed on the Rams though at, at one overall, and I got kind of clowned for that. I that didn't take go. the Rams, and yeah, I was but- you know. It's yeah. looking all right as a pick right now. That is looking all right as a pick. Let's get to the juicy middle here, the middle of the NFL, because it, it, it's like probably after the Seahawks, really. There's kind of a drop-off on this list. And after the top, well, you have three, which we'll start there. You have the Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, one, two, three. That's it, right? Those are the three. That's Those like are the, the only good teams. A, those are the cream of the crap in the NFL. Those are the only good football teams. There's no other good football teams. What happened to all the good football teams? I'm almost there on the Vikings. But what happened to all the good football Yeah, that's teams? wild. It's wild that you have the Vikings at four. That's stupid. They're like Kirk Cousins. Who's better than at, the Vikings at four? Looked average. Uh, hmm, let's see. <laughs> see, that's exactly what I thought. Oh, you're gonna go with the Ravens who have blown like three Bengals. I would have put bazillion. the Bengals. The Bengals have looked terrible for most of the season. I'm not putting the Bengals up there. I'm not. Yeah. Putting, who, who else am I supposed to put up there? The Giants, the Cowboys. Like I have the Cowboys mm. at five. Like what? What else am I supposed? To, the Vikings are the fourth best team in the NFL. They just are. Their defense is competent, and their offense, it goes cold. When it's hot, it's smoking. It goes cold. You can't trust them. I wouldn't pick them in a playoff game. But right now, the Vikings are the fourth best team in the NFL, and it's crazy to think. Like, the gap between, like, Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, which are pretty interchangeable in my opinion. Like, you you, you really have an, a steep drop-off. Like, steep. Okay, you know, I see that, and it's fair. It's fair. But, yeah, that does just, you know, I write this NFL notebook column every week. Just, uh, I don't know if you see that on Twitter ever, um, but where I just go ahead and watch a bunch of highlights and and take notes. Uh, About two games into this week, I just stopped taking notes and was like, no, I'm going to pass. So I have a bye week this week for NFL Notebook. Uh, Don't worry, folks. It'll be back in a week or two. Uh, I'm just, you know, Bradford, 
little peek behind the curtain. We we don't get paid to do this. We don't get paid to podcast. No, we do not. We don't get paid to tweet about football. I don't get paid to blog. I just do it because I like it and it's fun. And when it becomes like a chore where I have to do it every single week, and it becomes less fun. So I'm taking a bye week. I've decided that right now. I'll, I'll, I'll write my college football stuff for the state of Utah because I like I like doing that and it it's neat. But no NFL notebook this week for the three readers I have and the two listeners of this podcast for read it. So sorry, YB. Sorry, Mason. Uh, no, no NFL <laughs> notebook this week, um, because honestly, the whole league is mid. Let's just talk about that. Like the whole league is mid. Tom Brady was right. He said that the teams, there was very, he said most of the teams are bad this year and he is right. I think it's the quality of the coaching. And I think I can't remember who I heard float this theory, but I, I heard someone that it's a lot of the, uh, a lot of teams, primary offensive linemen are injured, which I think has severely hurt the quality of play. If you think about like the amount of like, even they're starting left tackles out, right? Like Lawan and, and so forth. I, I think that's had a serious impact, just sloppy offensive line play across the board and terrible play call. Like I, I don't remember a year where there was more coaches just regularly making moronic decisions yeah it's it's weird it's a it's a weird weird year and let's talk about the bucks the bucks are one of those bad teams they're just straight up bad like and it's mainly tom brady's fault to be completely honest with you because he can point fingers and yell at his offensive lineman all he wants and and say this and that the other thing about you know the wide receivers or whoever he wants to point fingers at every week but um you have mike evans tom like 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 i i don't know like feels like the wide receivers are who he's had every other year like at one point do we point and do we say i don't know tom you're 25 of 40 like that seems like accuracy issues to me what time is it going? Are we going to be like, oh, okay, this is this is where he kind of starts to fall off. And hey, you know, Tom Brady's fall off is being like, where do I have him ranked right now? Let's see here. He is the tenth best quarterback in the NFL. What a bomb! You know, you know, that's that's the floor. You know, tenth best running quarterback in, in the NFL. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for your whole career. But maybe stop yelling at your offensive lineman and blaming everyone else and maybe show up to work instead of going to Robert Kraft's wedding. You know who wasn't at Robert Kraft's wedding? Bill Belichick. You know who won this weekend? Bill Belichick. Because Bill Belichick's committed to football and your life is in shambles and you're not really committed to football. So come on, Tom. Let's, Let's just get together. Wouldn't it be wild if Tom Brady somehow found this audio clip and put it in one of his little hype videos? <laughs> Tom, I, 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 I know you're listening right now, and I want you to know I've not been a big fan of yours throughout most of your career. Uh, maybe, maybe you're just a little. I understand dinking and dunking is your thing. This year, a little too much dink, a little too much dunk. There's just, it's, it's just, it's a little too dinky for me. Even for you, Tom, and I know that's really your thing. I mean, only Tom Brady 
could throw three yard passes to the running back to go for 20 yard touchdowns and Super Bowls. That's the brilliance of Tom Brady. But you know, you maybe maybe you're just dinking just a little too much. That's all I'm saying. Gotta tweet something out here. Feeling the urge to add Tom Brady, but I'm not actually adding Tom Brady. And call him mid. That's that's a tweet. Um that's how you get him. That's that's how you get him. And, and maybe he'll name search himself and he'll say, Oh, Bookie here. Here's a guy calling me mid. Uh but yeah, nope. Uh we we wonder. Is Tom Brady mid? He might be. What one team here, but I don't like where you have him. And then we can kind of wrap up because I'm getting tired. And I feel like this week's a good week for a short podcast because outside of the game that your team played, and we'll talk about the Chiefs before we leave. Don't you worry, folks. The Bengals, you have them at 11. I thought this was their best offensive showing of the year against the Saints. I feel like they're starting to kind of get it put together. I feel like they're a little too low. I maybe would have put them ahead of the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are better than the Bengals, in my mm. opinion. I think the Buccaneers they, maybe are a little know. too high, but their defense is still excellent. Like, you could convince me Bengals over Bucks, Bengals over Titans, maybe Bengals over Niners. But to me, the Giants have been a better team than the Bengals. The Giants have just played really well. It hasn't been pretty all the time, but they get it done. Whenever you need the big play, the Giants have delivered that. And I think that's that's kind of a testimony to uh, to Dayball and kind of the, the culture that he's building there. And, like, obviously Daniel Jones has his limitations, but Daniel Jones has been good enough in a lot of these games to get it done. And to me, the Bengals have more often than not not been good enough to get it done. And so, once again, the Bengals could very easily climb their way up up proverbial power ring is just because i mean there's not a whole lot of competition that's making it difficult to climb uh, and i agree they had a great showing against the saints uh, jamar chase finally looked hey, like he had a little bit more of that explosive pop that he had in his rookie year uh but uh i'd still i would still have in a ravens Bengals matchup i would say the ravens are an infinitely more talented team at this point and an infinitely better coach team hmm We'll, we'll That's see where how I that... stand on it. Aren't, weren't you, Mister? The Ravens are the dart are the are yeah. The I know, but that's before the they had like a couple weeks a, ago. The Ravens are they... better than the Chiefs. Yeah, that that was a premature take. Uh, <laughs> it feels like, and like I I know Lamar's not going to have his worst game of the year every week, but still, you cannot go out here and lose to the Giants when you're leading. Like that can't happen. That doesn't happen to elite AFC contenders. Bills Chiefs, let's talk about it. Oh, just a quick shout out to the Jets. Jets are cool. I like the Jets. Great defense. Sauce has got all the sauce. Sauce Gardner is the best cornerback in the NFL. Whoa. Yeah. Name name a player. Name a defensive corner. That has played better than Sauce Gardner to this Patrick point. Patrick Sertan. Patrick Sertan. It's it's those two. Patrick Sertan. But you know what? Patrick Sertan's name is fucking Patrick. Okay, this man's name is Sauce. So yeah, it's instant true. tiebreaker. Well, actually, is his name's technically Ahmed, but his name is Sauce. Fine. He has earned the sauce. 
He Fine. doesn't have to go by Ahmed right. anymore. Right. He is the sauce. He is one saucy. He's the sauce. He's the sauciest of the sauce. He's a saucy man. That's that's what we know about. You could honestly make an argument. Brees Hall has been maybe the best running back in the league this year. Yeah, Brees Hall has been very, very good. Let's get to it. Bills Chiefs. I was watching this game. And honestly, Bradford, this is nothing against you, but I was happy the Chiefs lost because Chris Jones just is a very dirty player. Yes. And yes. and intentionally tried to not only uh, trip Josh Allen, but tear his ACL probably was the intent there. Um, Chris Jones. I don't is think the dirty... intent was to tear his ACL, but it uh, was, I think it, it was. was I think he's a called. dirty, dirty player that made a dirty, dirty play, and the refs let Jones. him get it. And and the refs let him get away with it. You know what, Chris Jones? Chris Jones was owed a makeup call. I think. After yeah. after the fiasco in the Raiders game, you know what, Chris? We'll call it even. Maybe just eject him next time, just for fun. They should. It was a bad no call. Yeah, not 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 a great, not a great look for Chris Jones. Here's my fascinating stat of the week: No team has seen more man coverage looks this year than the Kansas City Chiefs. It's because nobody trusts their receivers to get. I can't remember the last time I saw a Chiefs receiver get behind a safety. Like, I can't remember the last time I saw that happen. So my question them. for you is this. When is the Sky Moore breakout game coming? Because I feel like it's within the next three weeks. Uh, next three weeks? Mm, I One second. I don't have their schedule handy on the top of my mind. One second. Chiefs schedule. It's coming up. Uh, not against them. You know what? November the 20th of this year... Sky Moore will have a hundred yards and a touchdown against the Chargers. That's when I that's when I feel like it's coming. Like the the thing with Sky Moore is he's played very well in the limited snaps that he's had. He had a couple of nice plays in the Bills game, actually, but he just he hasn't gotten the leash. And it's like the thing with the Chiefs offense is it's so bizarre to watch because it's like they're getting open enough, but it's taking incredible Mahomes plays to get them there, which is why he's my MVP for this year. Because I think of all the MVP candidates, he is the one that is working with the least. And in general, he's making it work. Like, it's just so, eh. So, of course, they're playing man coverage because these receivers haven't shown that they're able to, like, Juju's been very solid. He's on pace for a 1,000 yards, which is about what you could ask from him. But, like, he hasn't shown that he's like, Juju's not going to burn you. You know what I mean? And it's right. it's like, it's like, I mean, you might as well because it's, it's, it's not receivers getting open that's killing defenses. It's Mahomes making defenders look silly. It is not the open receivers because he's been throwing to receivers that aren't open and completing it. It's just, if, if you watch these games, it's just, he has to pull some, like if this team, if this roster had an average quarterback, they maybe would have won one game up to this point. Like it's just with the offense working the way that it is, like it's it's kind of bad and as far as as far as this game goes in general i'm not too i guess after you say all that like why do we consider the chiefs a good team then because they have patrick mahomes and they almost always find a way to win like look at all the games this season whenever they have needed an impossible play he manufactures it out of nowhere look at most of his touchdowns as here he has very few traditional looking touchdowns they are all 
flips and spins and just ridiculous stuff. Like he's, he is being, he is not being helped out by anybody besides Kelsey. And another issue with the chiefs up to this point is just the tackle play has been incredibly mediocre uh, to bad. Like Orlando Brown has fumbled the bag so hilariously hard. I'm very tired of that guy. After all the drama that he was causing, after being such a baby, he finally comes in and just playing like garbage. Like it's, 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 it's rough to see. And I mean, as far as this game goes, not to worry, the Chiefs defense was incredibly banged up. They were playing like rookie third string corners like Williams on like Stefan Diggs. Well, what did you think was going to happen? They didn't have any other choice. Like it, it was just, it was just a lot of injuries. And uh, the one thing that does concern me a little bit, they just need to close out the sacks. The Chiefs defensive line has been generating pressure like crazy. It's a good D line, but they never finish it off. And against Josh Allen, I know it's it's hard, but you get a couple of sacks on him. That's how you get to the Bills, who I thought played a pretty solid game. The Chiefs, in my mind, did an okay job uh, covering him up. But you know, it happens. You know, you know, the Bills get their Super Bowl. We'll get ours in a couple months. You know, it's it's kind of where I fall on this game. Interesting. I like where you have the Eagles. I'm still a little bit concerned about the offense. Still just a little bit concerned that now I get they scored a bunch of points against a really good Cowboys defense. Maybe I just need to go see them go blow out a, a cupcake, you know? I think who, you'll who, see that in the next couple of weeks. Who who do the Eagles have next week when they're off the bye? Let's see here. Week eight. Well, who do the Eagles have? Perfect. The Steelers. Go go to Pitts. Go go home. Go to the link. And, and go drop like 35 on the Steelers. And oh, then it I'll, gets I'll, better than that, Eric. Their I'll next month in. of games, Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts. Like, Yeah, go win, go win those games and uh, maybe drop a 50-burger in there somewhere, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll be all back in. I apologize to Bradford. It's time to wrap up. I'm going to steal a bit and say post-show grade, C+. Plus. This was not my best performance, but I was a little bit tired. And uh, we needed a little bit of a bye week. And so this Absolutely. was a bye week. You know, if you wanted the, the, the emotion, the laughs, the good times, go back and listen to our Broncos emergency podcast. That was quite good as well. I think maybe I'll be back Friday. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. Might take the week off from previewing stuff and might just be back next week while I get acclimated with some new stuff happening in my life. Um, but I apologize to Bradford because I said I'd let him get back to watch the third period of the Oilers, and there's now four minutes left. But it's okay. I've been I've been watching it. I've been watching it muted on my screen. It's I'm I'm not missing much. They are because they're about to lose to the the Buffalo Sabers. Which I told you the Sabers would be good to you. You did tell me that the Sabers would be good, and I was kind of like, wow, it's a weird. Let's go a weird pick, Bradford. Why don't we do some hockey talk in about a week and a half? And uh, when we have more. Avs got a nice win last night. Should have just watched the Avs instead of the Broncos. That was a mistake by me. Uh, But yeah. Anyways, we'll see y'all next time. Enjoy the weekend and the football. Peace out.